Welcome to today's special edition of Cisco Champion Radio, direct from Cisco Live. Today we're talking about DevNet Express with Ashley Roach from DevNet and our Cisco Champion host, Jose Bogarin. As for me, I'm Brett Shore from the Cisco Champions program and your moderator for this session. Ashley, if you can start off by just introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about what you do, that would be a great start. Okay, thanks. Um, so I'm a developer evangelist on the, uh, the DevNet team. I uh, was an uh, early DevNet person. Um, I think I was, Mandy and I were the first couple people that were hired. <laughs> so been with DevNet since it started and so we can talk a little bit about the evolution of, of things in DevNet and especially DevNet Express. Uh, I focus on things like application development, API architecture, and, uh, and cloud computing. Great, thank you. Now Jose, same thing for you and yeah. You're not new to DevNet, so tell us a little bit about your experience. Yeah, uh, so I'm the Chief Innovations Officer for uh, Altus, a company based in Costa Rica. Uh, and yeah, I'm not new to DevNet as well. I've been uh, here from the first day in San Francisco 2014. It was the first DevNet zone, so I've been a true believer of the DevNet mission and all the things that they've been doing. Great, great, thanks. Now I know you've got a lot of questions for Ashley, so I'll go ahead and give you the floor and let you yeah. get started. Okay, yeah, thanks. So Ashley, um, the topic here is talking it's DevNet Express, so can you actually tell me what a DevNet Express is and why I should be interested in one? Sure. So DevNet Express is a program that we implemented uh, three years ago, around that time frame. And for a long time, people came to the DevNet zone and they said, hey, is there any way you can package this up into a box? because we want to run it for a customer, we want to run it for a partner to give them exposure to programmability. So we thought about that, kind of product manager, put the product manager hat on and said, okay, so what does DevNet in a box mean? And ultimately what we came, the answer to was, we've got prepackaged tutorials, we've got okay. curriculum, we have games, we have rewards for people who participate in these. And they're generally an in-person type of an event that gets thrown by a partner or uh, through our sales engineering field that then walks people through three different curricula. One is around collaboration, okay. uh, the Ooh. other is around data center, okay. and the other is around uh, enterprise or networking. And so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's really the essence of it, and it's trying to help people bridge that gap. Maybe they were programmers when they first came out of university, and they went to networking because they liked that, the physical hands-on components or the access controls and all the cool stuff that you can do with networks and data center. Uh, but now that APIs are becoming more and more yeah. a critical part of interacting with your infrastructure, those, those skills may be rusty and they need to brush wow. up on those kinds of things. So, uh, so the, the idea is to package up that kind of information, educational information, in a friendly, familiar, instructor-led manner, okay. uh, generally in person. So that's, that's the nutshell of DevNet Express. What I'm getting is that it's like taking a small DevNet zone and bringing it to the different partners or customers in a small event, two days events, right? Right, so, okay. right. It's either, two, sometimes we'll go three days, but generally it's two days. Okay, awesome. 
And can you elaborate a little bit more about the technologies or the programming languages so that people will see at those, uh, those events? Oh yeah, sure. Generally, we start with basic programming skills using Python. Okay. Awesome. And Python, we've chosen because it's a relatively easy programming language to get started with. While it, it can scale up to very powerful applications, it doesn't have things like you don't ha have to run your program yeah. through a compiler. Yeah. You don't have to learn about pointers and how pointers wow. work for memory management like you would in C. And so, and also... And, and that's, sorry, that's a great explanation because that's one of the first questions that everybody asks. Why Python and why not Java or right. .NET or something like that? So yeah. Yeah, I mean Java. Java is relatively easy, but it is a. Um, it is a. It does have its own level of complexity. Yeah, absolutely. So, so Python's been familiar to a lot of program or a lot of infrastructure people too, because it, there's already libraries out there that help them do some basic scripting. Okay. So we start there. We also introduce concepts around things like REST APIs. Okay, awesome. And what are the basics of REST APIs, the different HTTP methods, how a REST call looks like. We use uh, Postman a lot okay. in order to allow people to exercise REST APIs without having to write code. So, and, Sorry. And I know you're an expert on it because you were last week at the Postman <laughs> Conf, right? So. I was, yes. I gave a talk at Postman Conf, their inaugural one. So cool. they're, we're, we're, uh, we're friends of Postman, yeah. I guess. And would you say that's one of the main developer tools to get started in this journey, transforming from a networking engineer to an application developer? I think it, I think it is. Yeah. I think we've, in some ways, stumbled into that. It, wasn't, it was a yeah. conscious choice. But in the ecosystem of REST clients, yeah. it was the easiest, it was the most easy to install, pervasive, and so that's where we started. It was at the San Francisco DevNet Zone. We had, oh, yeah. you know, here's REST, here's Postman, and uh, you know, go ahead and, and, and try I've, to understand I've heard it. that Cisco right now is the number two user of Postman, something like that. Is that stick? right? I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> Hank, Hank, uh, Hank Preston from the DevNet team told me that. Okay. Right now, Cisco is the number two user, number uh, mm. number registered users. Okay. So that's that's a good statistic for Cisco, and it actually shows what the DevNet team is doing. Right. Doing the. Uh, yeah, not to go to too far afield with Postman, but. I mean, they've got a ton of tools for software development lifecycle, for engineering, for API documentation, and so I could see why, yeah. especially like testing teams, use it uh, a ton. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Okay, so Python is one of the technologies, then you go to REST APIs and you use Postman, then what? What other technologies do you see in DevNet Express? Right, so in a data center track, so we have new new content actually that we released this past weekend at our data at our uh, data center DevNet Express. So there's there's fresh content on programming REST APIs. We've tried to some of it's firehose. Okay. Like when you when you come into a DevNet Express, people were like, oh my god, there's so much information. <laughs> yeah. I can't finish these. Blah blah blah. So we've taken a hard look at the content. And simplified it down, made it made it more consumable in that format, that two-week format. Okay. But we'll cover we'll cover UCS, so okay. UCS Manager, how the the APIs and SDK operate for that. 
Uh, we'll talk about ACI, um, and yeah, I think those are the main the main buckets of the the technology in the okay. data center one. Okay. What about for the collaboration curriculum, the uh, DNA or the enterprise networking curriculum? What are the technologies that you can see? Right. So in in that we cover uh, what was formerly Cisco Spark, uh, WebEx Teams, the okay. the APIs there. <coughs> Excuse me. And we actually cover that same some of that same content in it cross pollinates across the different um, the different DevNet Expresses. So we'll, we'll use that, we'll do um, UCS and the, the platforms in the okay. UCS portfolio. Um, call manager, uh, no, <laughs> I forget. But in the DNA, yeah. you can see DNA Center. Yes, UCS. DNA Center was also something that we introduced in, uh, in the networking tracks, okay. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's Python, Postman, and then the different technologies from data center to enterprise networking and collaboration. So exactly. It's, it's a lot of content. It's, uh, so you, I guess that you can say it's uh, a good starting point for a networking engineer that wants to turn, go to the application development or uh, you know the automation orchestration, right. going to a DevNet Express. Yes, for sure. Can I only get DevNet Express here in the US around uh, Cisco Live, or can I Get a DevNet Express in other countries, other places. Yeah, we we have uh, we've been pretty happy with the adoption from both partners as well as uh, our sales engineering teams. So we we host them around the world now. I think we've I don't think we've hit every country, but we've had yeah. them in uh, South Africa. I think we've had them in um, Australia. We have them in Latin America, yeah. Europe, of course. So I think I don't have the statistic off the top of my head, but it's definitely in the thousands of, of DevNet Expresses that have happened at, at this point over the last that's, several years. That's, that's awesome. And, and it's good to know that it's a worldwide effort. It's not like just in the US, but it can right. basically in every continent. That's, right. that's, that's very good. The, uh, the content is typically in English. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so there is that, um, yeah. but it is, uh, it is still lots of really good, good content. And they generally are free, oh. so that's that's the other. That's thing. even better. That's the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so free learning of Python, different Cisco technologies, Postman. So it's 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 good to, content to follow. If I'm interested in a DevNet Express, um, should I go to a page, write to somebody? How can I find out about new DevNet Express? Or? Right. The the main place to find out about DevNet Expresses is the events area of the, okay. the DevNet portal. Okay. And you can browse and see what might be coming to your, uh, your region. Okay. Uh, if you work for Cisco, you can also reach out to us or a partner, reach out to us okay. and ask, hey, I want to I host one of these things. How do I get involved? And we have a training program for that. Uh, so, so it makes it relatively easy. There is a time commitment there, of course. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you've hosted some. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've helped, helped uh, host <laughs> a couple for sure. Yeah. Can you actually uh, remind me the URL for the DevNet page? Yes, developer.cisco.com. So I go there and then I can actually go ahead and then there's an events page. There's an events area. I think we might be able to go to slash site and slash events. Okay. But while we're talking, I will try to yeah. multitask and right. make sure I get the URL correct. Okay. Absolutely. That, that actually the, brings up a good point that I wanted to ask of Jose. Yeah. You've run a number of DevNet Express yeah. events in your uh, in your country. Yeah. 
What would you say is the biggest takeaway for your attendees of these DevNet Express events? Uh, yeah, well, the thing that I've seen, it's actually get them interested in this, you know, change from going to uh, just a networking configuring through the CLI and now be an engineer that can also use the APIs to go to and do some configuration. So it's, it's not like after a DevNet Express you'll be an expert, but you'll have enough knowledge to start getting involved and uh, you know start learning new things by yourself. So that's, for me, I think that's the, the main takeaway for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, the main objective for somebody that's uh, going to a DevNet Express. Right, right. Okay. So yeah, for example, I'm looking right now, we have one coming up in Prague in, uh, is it this week? Uh, there's one in Seattle, one in Athens. I'm not even sure where Rappersville is. Oh, Switzerland. So quite a few. Santiago, Chile. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So it's not like, it's a one every three or four months event. So it, you can basically have it almost right. every week That's right just now. in June and July. <laughs> and there's more that I didn't mention some of okay. them. <laughs> so it's that's, going, there's a lot going on. That's, that's awesome, that's awesome. I, it's, it, it talks about the DevNet mission and how your team is actually growing and expanding the definition. And I heard the statistics today that you have 500,000 developers right now yeah, Pretty yeah, that's a milestone that we we just hit recently. So we uh, we embargoed it until here, yeah, and uh, so announced it. Yeah, yeah, so it's been it's been really cool. I think when I joined DevNet, we had a little less than uh, two hundred thousand developers. So it's grown it's grown a lot since. Can you talk about that journey from two thousand two hundred thousand developers to five hundred thousand developers? I mean, yeah, what has been the past four years for you at DevNet? It's been fun. It's been like a startup within a yeah. large organization. Cool. So I've been at a couple startups before yeah. and before I joined Cisco. And I really like that aspect of it personally. But being able to really grow something that honestly people were very skeptical about when yeah. we first started DevNet. Uh, Cisco's, I think, attempted some developer programs in the past. Okay. And they haven't they haven't gone off as well as okay. as could be desired, and so yeah, I think the timing has been right. The industry is in a in that transition and has been in that transition. Yeah. You know, John Chambers when he was CEO was always talking about catching the market transitions. So I think DevNet did a good job of catching the the infrastructure as code transition. Oh yeah, and have we've written that quite significantly in the last uh, several years. The, the best story, I think, to at least to start it up and to understand that enthusiasm was in 2014 when we had the San Francisco event. Yeah. So at that time, I, I was, ding, you're the guy that runs the learning labs. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, okay, well, what are learning labs? That was, and I think this was in March, and we had to roll it out in May. That was when oh, the, event, yeah. the event was. Uh -huh. And so we had to come up with the idea of what is Learning Labs. And we developed content for it. We created a website to host them. We set up one workstation, set of workstations, I think it was 30, yeah. in the original DevNet zone, cool. which was 
fairly small in comparison to what we have now. Okay. At the right now, it's huge. I mean, it's it, just amazing yeah. how big it is. I think it. I think it was about the size of one of the like vendor booths here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at uh, Cisco Live, and when we when we did this, at the time, I think there was this conversation around, well. We're either going to get fired because no one's <laughs> going to show up, or there's going to be a queue, and then we'll be heroes. Yeah. And so we we opened the doors, and we it was there was some good placement. We got lucky on placement, yeah. but people just started flooding in, and and looking at oh this is this is a place where I can now experiment. I can learn. I I can get my hands on stuff in a safe way with these concepts of programming. And it just really caught on. So by the end of maybe the second or third day, John Chambers started. He showed up. He kind of came through. That's good. And he's like, "Oh, what's this thing?" <laughs> and the at the time that my manager Rick and I had kind of a little bet. I said, "Well, if John Chambers shows up and he's like." likes it, <laughs> then you're going to buy me a beer, right? <laughs> so he showed up and he was like, what's, he was on his way to do something yeah. else. And he caught his eye. Okay. So he stopped and he was looking at things and trying to understand what was going on here because there was a lot of buzz about the, the DevNet zone. Okay. Awesome. So he went and did his interview or thing yeah. that he was doing. And then he told his executive assistant, I need to schedule some more time and come back. Ooh. So he came back, and then we were doing a hackathon, usually routinely with DevNet zones yeah. at that time. So he came back and s spent an hour or something like that, learning about the DevNet zone, doing photo ops with the people in the hackathon, and so from there it it really you know kind of took on a life of its own. That's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So now to the point where we've got Chuck on stage, talking about DevNet. Um, he, that was last year, like a real big yeah. emphasis, and this year it's even more of an emphasis for him. So I think he was up on stage last year, and he said, "DevNet, yeah, DevNet, yeah. DevNet." Yeah. And then Susie paid him a hundred dollars <laughs> for, for doing that. So yeah, it was a uh, that's good. It's, it's a big, it's big growth. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's again going from two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. It's a lot of growth in the past four years. Right. It's, just amazing. Right. So it's you know a combination of events like this, organic stuff, um, yeah. all the learning content that we put out there just resonates, I think, with, uh, with our customers and the, the community. And can I get access to those learning labs that you've mentioned in the DevNet page as well? Right. Uh, yes. So you can go to developer.cisco.com. Okay. And depending on where you land in that site, if you're interested in say DNA Center, you're interested okay. in WebEx Teams, API, bot development, and so on, we walk you through all the resources that are available to you yeah. to get started. And those will take you to the Learning Labs platform. It's at learninglabs.cisco.com. You can okay. also go there just directly and awesome. look at some of the tracks and modules that we have pre-built for the DevNet Express. All the DevNet Express content is okay. in the Learning Labs. Ah, so okay. even if you don't get to go to a, a DevNet yeah. Express, you can follow through all that material. In the other, the other resource that's available that's like a critical part of yeah. both a DevNet Express as well as just that online and 24-hour, 24, 24 yeah. seven-day-a-week experience is the DevNet Sandbox. 
Okay, cool. And so devnetsandbox.cisco.com. I'm okay. funny that I'm forgetting these URLs, <laughs> but regardless, pretty sure that's it. But again, you can get through the developer.cisco.com site. Okay. And uh, the great thing with the, the DevNet Sandbox is it gives you access to on-demand resources of DNA Center, of, oh, nice. of Meraki, of Viral, of all these different environments okay. that, yeah, you don't have to rack and stack and have your own environment. Yeah. You can go there, try out maybe their new releases from what you have in your lab try that stuff out in the sandbox, decide whether you want to bring some stuff in-house, and so on. So it's like this three-legged stool of okay. kind of learning content, learning or documentation, awesome. resources in the portal, developer.cisco.com, and then a way to try it all out in the DevNet sandbox. So okay. that, to me, is like the tight. Yeah, absolutely. And what I'm getting from here is that Basically, DevNet is removing the friction of actually starting to learn how to program networks. So you have the learning labs, you have the sandbox, because if I had to rack and stack, it would take me probably a month or two months to get the equipment, mm -hmm. doing the investment, all of that. But right. DevNet is giving it for free? It's all free, yep. Yeah. The, only, the only thing we ask in exchange is a login. Yeah. So you have to create a DevNet or a Cisco account. That's how you get to the 500,000. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But you can we've we've even tried to reduce some of the friction where you can sign in and get access to most everything using your GitHub login or Google awesome. Google Plus yeah. login or Google social identity media, so. Media yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. So again, again, I see that that as a good way to actually reduce the friction to Learning how to program, you have the yep. learning labs, you have the sandbox, you have the DevNet Express, you have the DevNet zones. But here you also have a dev, uh, developer-oriented um, event, right? The DevNet Create? Yes. Can you also elaborate and talk a bit, a bit about the DevNet Create and what is it, what's, yeah. why it's different than the DevNet zone? Yeah, absolutely. The, so for those who are here, you know, at Cisco Live, yeah. they'll notice something a little different this year with the DevNet zone itself. Okay. It's broken into two major persona types. Okay, nice. One is around application development, and one is around infrastructure development. Cool. Over the last two, three, two-ish two -ish years, we were going to a lot of events. We were trying to learn more about just the market. Yeah. And it occurred to us when we've been at application Oriented, develop, uh, oriented events that people were a little confused, honestly. They yeah. got to the dev or the Cisco booth and they said, why are you here? What do you, <laughs> what do you guys have for developers? Okay. And so we had to tell this story about, well, we have Cisco, Cisco Spark at the time now, WebEx Teams. We have things that you can do with Meraki. We, have, we actually have a lot of inf interesting, although a little different than a, a typical big platform mega yeah. vendor developer story yeah. that they can take advantage of. Yet we also have this infrastructure. And so Meraki actually is kind of a good example of this and yeah. ties into DevNet Create. Okay. So Meraki has infrastructure access points, wireless access yeah. points that allow you to take advantage of the, the data that's coming through that network. And I don't mean the data of the users. 
I yeah. mean, essentially metadata about the devices that might exist on that network. Okay. Yeah. How many people are connected, or how many devices is the network right. seeing? Yeah. And if you have enough access points, you can do indoor mapping, or you can do heat maps around where are people in my area. Yeah. So we have, like, I think in the DevNet Zone app this year, we did it at Web Summit as well. We used a product from Mapwise, which allows you to do route finding based okay. on. I'm at this conference. I want to go to booth 1042 or whatever. Okay. How do I get there from my current location? And what's the shortest route? Yeah. So a lot of people don't realize, OK, there's infrastructure. And what applications can I build and take advantage of some of this infrastructure? Yeah. We looked at that kind of problem set. And then also including problem sets around DevOps, SRE, for running operations. Nice related to applications, and we want to explore that intersection of application capabilities, yep. infrastructure capabilities, and so we came up with this concept of DevNet Create. Nice. So we explore, it's in generally in the spring, so we've had two DevNet Creates. Uh, we just finished the last one in, was it April? Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the um, Computer History Museum oh, nice. in Silicon Valley. Okay, cool. That was really a great venue. We had, uh, I think it was about 500-ish attendees. Okay. And from a broad swath, you know, both Cisco as well as people who were unfamiliar with the capabilities of, of what plat our platforms brought. Okay. And so we, we created some elements that are like in the DevNet zone here. We have hands-on workshops. This gets people really, really excited a lot of times because yeah. sometimes you go to small conferences, maybe they have a workshop track that's, you know, beforehand, it costs yeah. you a thousand bucks to, to do that, and then then the rest of it's mostly lecture, and then maybe they have a booth area, swag area, that yeah. kind of stuff. So we try to take some of those elements and combine them into one event, where we have workshops, those are going on for the entire event. Okay. If you find a session that's not interesting to you, you can go do a hands-on workshop. They're usually like 45 minutes, okay. and you can interact with an expert in that particular area. So I gave a workshop on using uh, the Swagger specification, yeah. how to build a REST API microservice using a project called Node Swagger. And so within 45 minutes, you've built a very basic REST API and package it into a microservice nice. that you can deploy to Docker Hub or any container registry and put it into a container orchestrator like Kubernetes or GKE or what have you. Other examples are we ran some programming on using some of our collaboration endpoints yeah. that have cameras that do, do facial recognition or face detection. Oh, nice. So again, not, the, not PII. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's detecting and counting the number of faces that might be in a conference room. Okay. So you could build an application then that allows you to take that infrastructure data, build the application that counts the faces. Okay. At least you know if it's and know that that conference room is empty. Yeah. How many times do you go to the conference room? Okay. It's not booked in Outlook or GCal or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, but there's five people in there. But I didn't reserve it, so yeah. I can't really kick them out. So this would be a way to actually maybe automatically book 
rooms when we're when we're doing stuff. So that's a bit about DevNet Create, and uh, you know we're going to do it again next year, generally in the spring. You can learn more about that and the previous ones. The videos are up. That's at DevNetCreate.io/slash/2018. Okay, awesome. So basically, if I want to learn, if I'm a networking engineer, I can go to the DevNet Zone. I, which is in Cisco Live, where I can go to the learning labs at developer.cisco.com, where I can look for a DevNet Express near me that it's hosted by Cisco or by partners or right. some of the Cisco system engineers. If I'm an application developer, I'll go more to DevNet Create. That's yeah, although we do also have a, a specific area on our website yeah. for application developers. Ah, awesome. So if you go to developer.cisco.com, slash app dev, okay. that will take you to that area and you can learn about the different uh, IoT use cases, video use cases, different SDKs and stuff that we have. And we have them very well laid out to take you to the simple getting started yeah. and then dig in deeper as you need to, to API docs, to sandboxes and so on. Okay, cool. Thanks a lot, actually, for telling me about the whole DevNet experience of the whole DevNet um, Journey and congratulations from going to from two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand. That's a huge, huge growth for you. Yeah. Guys. Well, thanks be, for being a big part of championing yeah. our you know our products and cool. DevNet and yeah. kind of going through the journey with us. You've been a you've been a big help yourself. Okay. So awesome. we really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Great. Well, this has been a special episode of Cisco Champion Radio, direct from Cisco Live. I'd like to thank Jose for hosting and Ashley for his great insight. You can find this podcast and other awesome podcasts at blogs.cisco.com slash perspectives. Thank you to everyone, and until next time.